what a great guest we're about to have on this next one. You know, I think everybody wants to hear from from this guy. You know, uh, he's been a starter in college in college football for the last two years. Uh, has a lot of experience. Three years at Michigan State. Uh, I think I just gave y'all a hint. Uh, you know, so he's been part of the Big Ten, and now you know he's coming to the SEC to be with Coach Freeze. And you know, one thing I've heard so much about this guy, man, that I really enjoy. I've yet to have a chance to meet him personally, but I look forward to assume is his leadership, and you know how he galvanizes his teammates, and everyone speaks highly about that. They can say you can tell instantly that he has great leadership skills. And, uh, you know, I, I look forward to hearing hearing from him here soon. So, you know, let's wait no longer. Let's bring in that guy, Peyton Thorne, a new transfer quarterback from Michigan State. Uh, Peyton, how you doing? Oh, I can't hear you, Peyton. Sorry about that. You guys got me now? <laughs> yeah, we got you now. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing hey, good. you're working on a silent doing. count. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Jason Campbell, former quarterback here at Auburn, 2000-2004. Uh, uh, Justin Hoxson, who uh, works with Auburn, uh, also Auburn Live uh, on three and and uh, and reports for Auburn as well. So, you know, welcome to our podcast, the On to Victory uh, podcast is our collective. Uh, to all the people that's watching or our fans and subscribers that donate money uh, to help our student athletes. And, you know, the reason you're on here is because they want to get to know you. They want to know who you are. And uh, you're the new guy, man. Every time you go to school or somewhere, the new guy, you know, everyone everyone wants to know who the, who the new guy is. So, uh, so Peyton, just talk a little bit about your transition, man. Like, how did you get to Auburn and what did you like when you came on your visit? Yeah, it's been great so far. I've been here for about three weeks now. Uh, so I came two weeks before workout started just to move into my new place, uh, get acclimated with the area, and then also just meet as many guys as I can, you know, before workout start, which which was good. But, uh, you know, a number of things happened in the last month that, that brought me here to Auburn. Um, you know, some things that are a lot of things that are out there about, you know, why I came here are, are, are not accurate. Uh, you know, the main reason I came here, uh, is, is Coach Freeze and Coach Montgomery and, um, you know, seeing what they've done with quarterbacks and, and just seeing the offenses that they that they run, um, you know, that really attracted me to this place. And also just everything that I've heard about the university and the football program and, and the fan base, you know, it's awesome. And then obviously when I came on my visit and got to check out the new facility and, and meet more people, you know, it was great. And I was, I was here with my dad and, you know, I left this place knowing that, you know, this was the place for me and this was the best move uh for me in my future so uh that's what that's what brought me here good deal Peyton when you think about and we were just sort of talking about this new age of of the transfer portal and Nil too it's just a different experience for college athletes now than it was you know even just a handful of years a handful of years ago when when you think about entering Michigan State you start your career there I mean you're you're starting a career at a place and you think that's where you're going to be um and then things change how do you sort of mentally how do you sort of mentally um handle the adjustment and saying okay now i'm I'm starting over i'm at a new place i mean how do you just sort of kind of stay aligned and stay mentally in the fight going to a new place and versus i mean was it a shock when you're thinking i'm not going to be at michigan like when you came to the realization i'm not going to be at michigan state anymore i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a completely new thing over here how do you sort of make that transition and make it successfully? Yeah, you know, if you would have asked me 
five days before I entered the portal, if I was transferring, I would have told you, I would ask you what you're talking about. You know, I never, I really, you know, it, it was a series of events that happened that, um, that brought me to enter the portal and uh, it all happened really quick. You know, when I came to Michigan state, um, you know, coach D'Antonio recruited me, I came in and, um, you know, I didn't, I wasn't a highly, super highly recruited guy. So I didn't have, you know, a ton of hype around me coming in, but, um, the comparison that Coach D'Antonio and his staff made uh, from day one was was Kirk Cousins, and for me that was a, a high honor to be compared to him. And no I doubt. came in with the goal of, you know, doing what he did, and then also, you know, I looked at his records right when I right when I got there, the first day I got there, and, and wanted to break those, and that was a big mm -hmm. thing for me. And so that was one of the hard things for me to um, leave Michigan State, but ultimately. You know, the pros and cons, uh, you know, it wasn't close. And so that's what brought me to Auburn. And, um, you know, I, I enjoyed my time at Michigan State. There's a lot of great people there, um, a lot of great teammates and a lot of great relationships. But, you know, I'm looking forward to this new chapter here. You know, I'm extremely excited to be here and to be – I'm not looking back. You know, right. I made this decision, and it's it's all Auburn now, and, and I love it, and it's been great. And so getting here – and getting started, I think the biggest thing is just developing the relationships uh, with not just my teammates, but coaches. And then also just, you know, the the staff here at the football facility and getting to know people and getting to know uh, people around campus and, and people like you guys who are involved uh, with the university and the football program and just learning. You know, I'm, I've, I've been able to learn quite a bit so far. And like I said, you know, just the relationships and building that with most importantly, my teammates and then the coaches as well. And I think that's going well so far. Yeah, you talk about Kirk Cousins, and I know Kirk very well from time in the National Football League, but I also know Brian Hoyer, uh, you know, who's another Michigan State alum that's uh, been in the league for a while now. Uh, playing for a defensive guy is totally different to playing for an offensive-minded coach. Um, you know, you with a defensive-minded head coach. Uh, now you get a chance to come with Coach Freeze, who's more of an offensive-minded guy, and Coach Montgomery, who was just a head coach, and he's an offensive guy. So it's almost like what a great gift, you know, because you get two offensive-minded guys that both systems have been very successful, and now you're able to have two minds in one room to, to you know, to piece together a good game plan and which makes your quarterback feel a lot more comfortable going into game after game after game, because you know, you're working with someone that's pretty much got their hand on you on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, coach Montgomery, talk about, you know, the relationship with him and coach freeze, but talk about like the difference you've seen so far dealing with an offensive minded head coach versus a defensive minded head coach and, uh, and everything. Yeah, obviously it's it's definitely going to be different, and uh, it's going to be fun playing for an offensive head coach, and just having you know multiple coaches that I can that I can work with. You know, obviously Coach Freeze has had a lot of success offensively. Coach Montgomery, you know, his record speaks for itself. Uh, coach Kent Austin, you know, also is yep. is involved with the quarterbacks, which is going to be great. And then Coach Stone too. I mean, that's four guys right there that that I can learn from, and that I can always you know pop in and, and watch film with, or go over different offensive. Ooh schemes and stuff like that so it's going to be really beneficial for me I feel like and that was a big reason why you know I decided that this was um, the move for me and um, you know I haven't gotten a complete feel yet of what it's like yeah. playing for an offensive head coach just because <laughs> obviously I, we haven't been put in any even practice situations yet for me yeah. 
but just talking with Coach Freeze and, you know, um, the little bit that I've been able to talk with him so far, obviously, you know, he's on the road doing all the mm-hmm. uh, different stuff that he has to do right now, but he'll be back here soon and I'll get a chance to talk with him more, which would be great. But uh, I haven't gotten a total feel for it yet, but, you know, I know it's going to be different and it's going to be fun playing uh, playing quarterback underneath the offensive head coach. Peyton, I'm uh, let's 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 be real. All right. Let's be real. You come into Auburn in the situation you are. You know, I, I obviously I, I cover Auburn for Auburn live and on three. So we have we're a fan site. We have a message board. I hear it all day, all the time. I know what the fans are thinking and saying. OK, there's a lot of expectations on you. And I'm sure you know that. And it's probably nothing more than you put on yourself in terms of what what kind of player you want to be and where you want to take Auburn. How do you come into this program knowing, hey, I'm coming into a situation where I've got an opportunity to start. Auburn has struggled for the past couple of years. You want to get Auburn back. You have a new head coach in Hugh Freeze who wants to make uh, an impact and get things off on the right track. But there's a lot of expectations, I think, on this team, but on you coming in. And I think you're probably fully aware of that. Um, How do you sort of handle that coming in, doing the work, and trying to meet those expectations, both – external and certainly internal for what for what you have and what you want to be as a, as a college football quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd say uh, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, people would say pressure is a privilege. You know, I know, I'm sure you guys have heard that. Everybody's heard that. Yeah. And so that's a that's a good thing. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, obviously there's been some good things that have happened that has gotten me to this point. And, you know, I just I point to God and because there's no there's the things that happened to, for me to be here, you know, it's not, I don't believe in coincidences. And so, yeah. um, you know, I feel like there's a reason that I'm here. I feel like there's a reason that uh, somehow the series of events that happened brought me to this point. And, um, but yeah, in terms of the the pressure and all that stuff, you know, first off, I really don't see much of it. I don't see what the fans are saying much of, uh, you know, I've run into some people here um, out and about. And so they've, they've said, you know, certain things, but, you know, I've, yeah. I feel like I've played, um, you know, I played in the big 10, you know, it's not, obviously people always say it means more and I, and I've definitely uh, felt <laughs> that out here so far. Yeah. And I love, yeah. it. you know, I've always, I've always wanted to honestly live in the South. And so getting to be down here is awesome. And, um, but yeah, as far as that goes, you know, I'm not on social media much at all. Um, I, deleted, I deleted Twitter last year just cause it was pointless and, even without football, I don't think I'd be on it because just all negativity and all that. So I'm off that Instagram. The only reason I have that is, you know, just for different purposes of, you know, building your brand and everybody talks about yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. that's about it with that. So, and I don't even have TikTok. So, you know, I'm, I'm very minimal with my uh, social media. So I don't hear a ton of it, but, you know, like you said, I have high expectations for myself too. And, um, you know, I, I hold myself, I feel like to a high standard and I'm coming in here to, to work hard and, um, you know, do what I can to put myself in a good situation to help this team to win games. And, um, you know, I believe I have a process that's set forward that uh, is going to give me a chance to do that. And I feel like I've surrounded myself in my life with a lot of great people. And then coming here, I feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of great people. So, um, just praying honestly, and then working you know uh it all comes down to how what you put forward and that's that's what you're going to get out of it so uh showing up every day like i have something to prove to myself and to my teammates and my coaches yeah like i said matt 
what speaks volumes about a person is so much what you do rather than what you say. You know, that's the that's the thing about it. Like your teammates seeing your work ethic, fans seeing your work ethic, seeing how much you care about drive, see how much you care about winning. Um, you know, how how fast you respond to a tough game. You know, I played the position. You know, there's gonna come tough games, there's gonna come some games you just light it up. Uh, but how you bounce back from those tough games in the SEC is the key to success. Um, you know, being able to adapt quickly and just saying, all right, next play, move on. We'll fix that in the, in the meeting room. You know, we're, we're moving forward, not getting hung up on things that's behind you that you can't fix at that point. Uh, those are the key things in, in being successful in the SEC, Big Ten. Like I said, you play college football. You come in here with a ton of experience. Uh your new thing, I feel like for you would be just adapting to, like you said, just being here, you know, just uh, new teammates, um, new coaching staff. Everyone has a job to do. And as a quarterback, yes, you are a big centerpiece, but you can't do everybody's job. You know, right. your job is to try to get everyone to get on board to what's the most common goal for everybody on this team, and that's to win. And if everyone has that same goal in mind, that end goal in mind is victory on the scoreboard, then everyone should be putting in forth the effort to to get there. And what you do on the field, what you do off the field, uh, be able to help galvanize these guys because that's what a true leader is, and that's what you, you know you you kind of bring. That's what I've heard about you and uh, and everything. So, you know, I think you'll be great in that aspect. And I think, man, you're gonna be so excited when you run through that tunnel. You go through Tiger Walk. I know you probably heard about Tiger Walk, uh, especially when we play Georgia. It's gonna be so many fans out there for Tiger Walk. You walk down through there and you go into the locker room, Justin, and he's gonna have those those goosebumps on his arms. Can't wait to get to the game. And then all of a sudden you look up and it's 90 some thousand people and people just going crazy like because there's no NFL teams in Alabama. You got Auburn and you got Alabama pretty much. So you're not competing against where, you know, in Michigan, you got Detroit and I may be missing another team, but you don't have any NFL teams. So quarterbacks are a big brand in, in the state of Alabama. You win, you win games, people are behind you. You know, thing about Auburn is you love Auburn, Auburn's going to love you back. You know, you, you you hear that a lot, but it's, it really is true volume. Uh, I just wanted to just say that to you. But moving forward, though, talk about some of the, the things that you've seen from a lot of the weapons. Because you got guys that they bringing in with you. You know, you got yourself and then you got the receivers, the receivers they went and got. They built the offensive line for you before they got you in the offensive line with, you know, Avery Jones at the center position. Then you got – uh, you know, you got Gunnar Britton, Dylan Wade, and, you know, the list goes on. You're about nine deep now. Last year, this offensive line is totally different than what it was the last two years. And I think, man, you have a great supporting cast around you. Have you had an opportunity to meet any of your new offensive linemen and some of the new receivers that you would be working with? Yeah, it's been great meeting those guys and getting to know them and kind of hearing, you know, where they're from, what they like, all types of stuff like that. You know, when I got down here, I got to meet Gunner right away. He actually lives in my complex, so <laughs> that's been good. Uh, we went out to eat a couple times, and so that's been great. Meeting some of the guys that have been here has been good, too, offensive line guys. And then, um, yeah, you know, talking with D. Wade, uh, getting to meet, you know, Avery and guys like that has been has been great and working out with those guys and getting to see how they move, all that. And then, you know, the receivers has been good, too. They've been filtering in. Um, a couple guys got here 
you know, I couldn't, couldn't start working out right away. You know, they got to yeah. do the compliance stuff when they get here. So um, we're, we're getting started rolling with that. And, uh, you know, obviously meeting the receivers that have been here. Uh, some of them are transfers too, uh, that have only been here for maybe a year, maybe a semester. And you, you guys know how that goes. So just meeting those guys and, and throwing with them and getting the timing down and, and really just working out with them and seeing how they work. So it's been great so far. And then uh, being in the film room with them a little bit, uh, we'll get more of that going here as time goes on and, you know, really attacking this summer uh, with those guys and getting the timing, like I said, that stuff down, learning how guys like to run routes, all that. So it's been great. Yeah, you mentioned the uh, the receivers coming in. How how big is this summer, man? Because you've got you've got to get used to everybody. You've got to build yeah. those relationships. You've got receivers that are coming back that were on the roster, and then you've got guys coming in brand new, whether it's Jair Shorter, or Shane Hooks, and and, uh, and and others. So, I mean, you've got just a number of different ways that this thing has to come together. And the summer, to me, is where it certainly. It didn't all happen there, but that's where it's going to start here in these next month or two before you get to fall camp. You guys just out there working on your own, building the relationship, building timing and all that. How huge is this summer? I don't think I don't, fans are on the outside sort of going on vacation, right? And they're going to show up in August and read about fall camp. And they don't know the work you're about to put in these next two months or understand how important it is, man. How big are these next two months to you? It's extremely important. And I see it as, you know, literally every single day we got to be taking advantage because when you look at it, you know, we're probably 60 something days away from, you know, if that from fall camp. And so uh, just taking advantage of each and every day and whether that's going out there and throwing, which is most days, but also when we, when, you know, you got to rest the arm, rest guys legs, it's watching film. And that's extremely important to be able to take the film examples and then apply it to the field. And Honestly, you know, the summer, it, like you guys said, is huge because you're able to work out there without structure, mm-hmm. which is great, actually. And you're able to go out there and run routes and say, okay, if this coverage is being played this way or if this corner is playing with this leverage, this is how we got to run this route. And so you work on those things, and that's not something you really get to do a ton during practice because practice is so high tempo and so – uh, this guy's up, then this guy's up, then this guy's up, and you're just running through stuff that uh, you don't get as detailed of work. You know, you still do, but when you're out there by yourselves in the summer, you could be out there for three hours if you really want to. And, uh, you know, that's that's rare that you are out there for that long because you're not you – know, you can only run so many routes. But um, sometimes you're sitting there and you're literally just talking through stuff, and it's not always, um, you know, completely structured, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, spending that time together is the key, especially this time of the season, uh, because coaches are very limited on how much time they can be out there with you guys um, during this time of the year. So I don't even know what the the numbers are now as far as like how much time I remember when we was in college, it was two, three hours per week or something that they can have with you on the field. And the rest of the time, it's up to you guys to to get everyone out there together. Uh, just talk about coming to Auburn and walking into a quarterback room you know, whereas other guys has kind of been here and everything. What is that like? How do you build that relationship with those guys and coming in where all y'all competing and working hard uh, to help the team win? But what is it like being a transfer quarterback coming into a room and everything as the guy that's the other guy coming in? Yeah, you know, you come in and, and you meet the guys and 
uh, obviously we're all working for the same thing. You know, we're all working to play. We're all working to win. So um, coming in and just, you know, not being that guy who's, you know, trying to do too much, if, if you know what I'm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm yeah. saying. You know, I, I was a quarterback who had a transfer guy come in two years ago uh, going into my redshirt sophomore year. So I've been on the other side of it to where I can see uh, what it was like. And so I've definitely drawn from that experience of, of being a guy who was at a place when a transfer came in. And, you know, obviously now I'm, I'm that guy who's coming in. So, um, you know, it's a different experience and, and I've learned um, some do's and don'ts, I feel like. And so I'm trying my best to apply that now to my situation I'm in right now. Good deal. Yeah, that's so smart because you're right. It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a delicate deal where you're coming in and, and you're trying to start and you're trying to win, but you've got guys that are, have been in the program that are going to maybe feel a certain way or not. But I mean, you just got to come in and do your job and, and hope that it, it all meshes and, and, and be a good teammate and all that good stuff. Um, man, thinking about you coming to Auburn, um, and you've got, I think you've got, what, two years of eligibility? It potentially remaining. Is that yes, right? Sir, yep. Yep. Um, yes, how do you sort of, how do you sort of come in with, with that? You know, you, you could be here one year, you could be here two years. What's sort of your mindset day to day right now when you, you know, you've got the potential of coming in here and being here for two years, or you could come in and kill it and leave after a year. How do you sort of approach what you've got left in college? Just like you said, you know, it's day to day. Um, I'm really not thinking about the postseason or anything like that. Right now, my focus is, um, you know, getting this offense down, mastering the offense, uh, knowing every single little detail of it, like I did with my past offense, so I can be as effective as I can, and uh, getting to know my teammates. Um, you know, that that's going to take care of itself when it gets here. Uh, obviously, like you said, I do have two years of eligibility left, but, you know, I'm not making – any decisions anytime soon on anything like that you know the last two years you know if i had a good year i could have left type thing you know so i've been you know draft eligible for a couple years now so it's kind of the same mindset i've had you know i'm not uh too concerned about that because that's going to take care of itself um the work that i put forth now is going to um you know put me in a position to have that decision and that's my goal is to be able to have a decision to make you know and that ultimately yeah. would mean that we we won a lot of games uh and that i did my job for our team and played well and so that's my focus right now you know i'm not focused on uh the next level right now i'm focused on getting as good as i can be with the gifts god gave me and uh helping my teammates be the best that they can be and then helping us win games you know that's that's the ultimate goal for me and and all that stuff will sort itself out when that time comes yeah, like I said, one mindset, one uh, thought process, one mindset at a time. Um, like I said, you you're on the right path, man. You, you're, like I said, welcome. We got glad you're here at Auburn uh, and everything. But before we let you go, I have to ask you an NIL question, and I have to give you quick rapid fire five questions. You give me five quick answers uh, just for our fans and Auburn family to get to know you a little bit more. Uh, just from NIL, you know, the, the landscape has changed for college sports, uh, for student athletes. You get a chance now to make money off your name, image, and likeness. But what has NIL meant, you think, to student athletes? What has it meant to you? Uh, what of help has it been, um, you know, for people to give to NIL? It's been a great help. Uh, honestly, for me, um, in the last couple of years and being able to make, you know, some money, has been great because it's taught, it's taught me about money and it's given me a chance to learn about 
how to use money, how to, how to utilize money. And then also just learning the ins and outs of, you know, you hear how people say, use your money to make more money and that, that yeah. type of thing, you know? And so I've learned uh, a lot about that. You know, I've, I've gained an interest in, uh, you know, investing and stuff like that. And so uh, I'm trying to be smart with, with the money that, that I've been able to make. And, um, you know, my mom is, is actually a CPA. So she helps me out with oh. that kind of stuff, Nice, uh, which easy. is good. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, That's so she's been great, a great help, but yeah, you know, it's, it's been really beneficial for me, uh, to be able to, you know, have some money to spend on certain things and then also, uh, be able to invest it, which has been great. So I'm, I'm very thankful for that. And, you know, I felt like, uh, it's hit at a good time for, for a guy like me, you know, it was brand new, what, two yeah. years ago. And now, uh, obviously yes. it's, it's developing into more and more. Yeah. Timing is everything. And, uh, yep. like I said, timing is the key. Now I'm telling you this though, if you go out to Lake Martin, you know, you, you, you said you want to live in the South. If you like to play golf, they got a nice golf course and they're building another one that they're about to open up here in July. So, you know, Lake Martin could be in your future one day. I've heard, I've heard that's an awesome place. We actually might be going out there here either this weekend or next weekend. So, uh, I'll, I'll be excited to check it out. Yeah. Get out there and play some golf a little bit. Yeah, enjoy yourself. All right. Quick, quick rapid fire, five questions. Uh, get to know, let's get to know our man here a little bit, Justin. First one, if you could, uh, talk about, if you can go back to younger Peyton Thorne in high school, what would you tell him now? Oh man, it's a tough question. Um, I'd say just stay focused on the stuff you care about and don't let anything um, on the outside uh, get involved. And not that anything, you know, had me super distracted, but just, you know, keep your eye on the things that you should. Uh, and for me, that's, you know, my faith, uh, my family, and, you know, the, the, the great people that are around me, which you know, I feel like has got me to this point. So, stuff like that and then just have fun have fun with the journey and, and take advantage of the opportunities that that come uh as the road goes on what do you look forward to what do you most look forward to at auburn game day probably getting out on that field and playing and uh being out there with my teammates and and uh you know scoring touchdowns <laughs> and hopefully <laughs> uh you know finishing on on top every week you know winning games so I said, that's, that's number one. All right. So I, I've asked these questions to a lot of athletes to come on here and, you know, everyone, you know, for a reason, people like to know, what do you guys like to eat the night before a big game or right before a big competition? What's your go-to meal before a big competition? Yeah. So we had um, a pretty set meal where I've been and I'm sure it's very similar here, but uh, I'd usually eat uh, steak, uh, mashed potatoes, Mac and cheese, I remember, was on the menu. Um, gosh, what else? I know the night finished with apple pie oh, and some man. ice cream. Talking my language. And then uh, there's something else I'm missing. Some some form of bread. Mm. And yeah, there was something else I can't remember, though. Yeah, so you like That's to get your carbs, hydration. your good protein. Yeah, your carbs, yep. your protein. Uh, Tell you now, Peyton, I love a good apple pie and some ice cream. I don't know about Justin over there. You know, he he really fit, but, you know, I work out just to eat good. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I work out to eat good. So, other thing, do you have any 
rituals or superstitions uh, or anything like that that you uh, from sports? No, not really. I did in high school. Mm. Um, but when I got to college, I kind of wanted to get rid of that because I don't want to be locked up by superstition. And then, you know, right. one thing gets thrown off and then you're in a, you know, that's true. You're just all, right. all over the place, you know, so I, I, I did my best to get rid of that. Uh, I pray before every game on the field. And so that's about the extent of my superstition. But I definitely had some in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I know I used to not have any. I tried to get rid of them because I was like you. Some people had to wear the same sock or the same shirt, underneath shirt or, you know, something. I'm like, man, that's too much to think about. You know, I'm just, right. I'm like you. Let me just pray about what I need to go out here. Let me just stay calm, visualize making plays before the game start and, and go out here and play ball uh, and everything. Uh, next question. Hmm. Who's your favorite sports hero? Growing up, growing up, my favorite sports hero was probably Derrick Rose. Growing up just outside oh. of Chicago, I yeah. loved Derrick Rose, and I would yeah. watch. Uh, there was one season I watched the Bulls, and I think I caught all eighty-two games at some point in the game. Dang. Like I loved the Bulls, and so I hated LeBron growing up because he <laughs> always was taking. He was always taking the Bulls down in the playoffs. But but I love the Bulls. Derrick Rose, Joakim Noah, Taj Gibson, Luol Deng, all of them. Okay. And D Rose, that's a good. I mean, golly, D Rose is one of those athletes that falls in the what if category. Oh he man, just, that injury. He he is one of the most explosive point guards NBA players there has ever been. He's unbelievable. Yeah. And he's still going. He came back. I mean, still. He's still playing and, and still productive for some teams. Man, that was awesome. Well, you got to think he was the he was explosive. You know, you know how Job Morant's explosive. He was yeah. just as explosive before his knee injury. You know, like yeah. dunking yeah. on guys and jumping over guys. Even coming out of Memphis, where he played at Memphis and then went on to the Bulls. Like they had a good run before he had the knee injury. And uh, you're right, he's a huge what if man. What if he yeah. stayed healthy? Uh, type guy. All right. I'll say last two, last two. Before a big competition, you got a big game coming up, Georgia coming up, LSU coming up, uh, great atmospheres, excitement everywhere. What do you do to calm your butterflies? You know, if you're prepared, I, there's really not many butterflies. And, um, you know, I, I've noticed that since high school. Uh, going into my first high school game, I thought for sure I was going to get nervous at some point, and wow. I was kind of waiting for it. And then it just never really happened. Um, so I think that, you know, it comes from confidence. And then when you walk out there extremely confident, it's be, you know, that comes from being prepared. And that all happens during the week. And it happens right now, honestly. And uh, putting the time in, putting the time in the film room, putting the time on the field. And then when you walk out there, you're just confident. And so you're just ready to play. Um, so you walk out there, you know, uh, away games, and the crowd's going nuts. You know, I'm fortunate now to have played in, uh, a few games where it's been, you know, some pretty wild crowds. And so it's not going to be, you know, completely foreign to me. Obviously, um, you know, it's going to be rocking and there's going to be different stadiums that I haven't played in now. And so I'm extremely excited to, to experience that. But um, I don't really have go to, you know, once once you yeah. get hit, the first time you get hit, it kind of all goes away. So, yeah. uh, but I don't really get too uh, antsy before games, honestly. Yeah, if I know as a quarterback, for me, it was always either the first hit or the first completion, you right. know, and then you're ready to roll. You know, you just right. want to get that first completion. That was always a key for me, just 
I don't care if it was a quick throw or whatever. Get that first completion and we're going uh, exactly. and everything. But Auburn has traditions. You know, we have Tiger Walt. We have Rolling Tumors Corner. Uh, they probably going to make you try Tumors Lemonade at some point. You know, I don't know. Uh, but what is your most – what is the Auburn tradition that you're looking forward to the most? Oh, man, the Tiger Walk's definitely up there. Um, you know, just experiencing that, they told me when I got here that the, the walk is longer than you think. Um, <laughs> but obviously I've seen the pictures. Uh, you know, walking single file is – with all the fans out there, is going to be awesome. And so – I'd say that's number one right now, but, um, you know, I still have more to learn. I'm sure there's still a couple of things I don't know about just yet. So uh, as of right now, that'd probably be number one. And uh, that'd be exciting to, to walk out there week one. Good deal. Good deal. Well, Peyton, we appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, our fans and uh, Auburn family uh, enjoyed it. And definitely we uh, look forward to having you back again, probably some point during the season. Wish you much help and success this off season. And, uh war eagle and welcome to the plains and like i said continue to get to know people continue to build relationships uh so very important because once you're done playing ball you never know you want to come back to auburn and do some something in some form or fashion uh so build as many relationships as you possibly can and uh continue to push your teammates continue to be a leader no pressure man like i said you do what you do you're well prepared and uh everything else take care of yourself war eagle buddy absolutely appreciate you guys i'll uh We'll talk soon and War Eagle. War Eagle. See you, Peyton. Appreciate it, man. All right, Auburn family, Auburn fans, the own collective, uh, I mean, own to victory collective, uh, has had a great podcast today. Man, what three exceptional athletes and uh three exceptional people. You know, they all talked about you know, just character as far as like what they would tell themselves as a younger person. You know, it means they're learning things that they continue to go. I always like to ask that question because it tells me what have you learned about yourself over these last couple of years since you've been out of high school? Because um, we're always in a learning curve. But when you think about, you know, the leaders that we have on this team, you know, Peyton Thorne coming in and being an instant leader. You get Jason Jones, who transferred from Oregon last year and kind uh, of got a chance to get his feet wet. But this year looking to take on a bigger role of leadership and and being able to utilize his his big ability as six, six, 310. Um, then you talk about, you know, Shelby Lowe coming in as a left hand pitcher. You know, Maddie Pensa gets a lot of attention uh, because she is a great pitcher as well. But but. Shelby Lowe is just as exceptional. She's an exceptional player, too. And uh, talking to hearing from her, you know, the the ride that she had to overcome, you know, that injury, you know, for a lot of people that don't understand what that nerve in your arm does uh, from an injury standpoint, it is a long recovery. And then after a long recovery, it is a confidence to get back out there on that field, to be able to do certain things and to be able to throw that ball with confidence that your arm is not going to bother you again. So, you know, what a good, good story that she had and, and everything. And Justin, it's been a great having you on today as a co-host, uh, always an exceptional job and everything as you continue to cover Auburn sports and uh, Auburn live on three uh, and everything here. And man, you got a lot to cover this summer. <laughs> you got a yeah. lot to cover. We got some newcomers on the way and we got this high school kids that came in. Some came in January. Some just got here. Um, Memorial Day weekend. You got the new transfer guys coming in. I'm not even sure if the transfer report is even over yet. 
You know, uh, I'm not sure if there's still some Juco guys we may sign. You know, I'm hearing about a Juco cornerback. I'm not, you know, we've been on the air, so I haven't had a chance to check into that just yet. <laughs> but uh, it's always like something is changing. It's an, it's an uh, evolving door. And this door probably won't be shut until we get to fall camp. Yeah. And that's when you know who's all on your football team. Yeah. I mean, I think we're at the point now where it's just really it's graduate transfers can still happen. Um, but that's crazy, man. The portal is just is bonkers. I mean, basketball, we just we just now I mean, basketball is just now kind of finalized. I mean, think about that. When did the basketball season end? And just in the last few days, the basketball roster is pretty much finalized and football, too. It's just it adds a couple of months to the offseason um, for these sports. Um, the port, the portal does, but yeah, it should be a pretty interesting summer. Everybody's gearing up. Really like what I heard from, um, Peyton Thorne. Seems like, um, a a down to earth guy. Seems like he's got his head on straight quality individual. Um, seems like the kind of guy that can come into a new situation, uh, and be a leader and, um, not let the moment get too, too big, not let the hype get to him. I mean, it'd be easy for him to come in and, you know, and, and, and read what people are expecting of him and, you know, get, get a sweet NIL deal. We saw it. He's posted that picture. I didn't know. We didn't ask him about it, but he posted that picture of a, a truck, new truck that he got, probably, you know, probably as an NIL deal with a car dealership, mm-hmm. car dealership or something. It'd be easy for him to come in and think I'm the guy, I'm the savior. They, you know, I got to come in and bring this program back, that kind of stuff. But, didn't sense that at all. I think he's the all kind right. of guy that'll have his his priorities straight and focused and where it needs to be to to build this this football team back. So really impressed listening to him. I think Auburn got a a good player and a good person and a good culture fit. You hear Hugh Freeze talk about that culture fit. That guy seems to be a a really good fit. So um, yeah, should be an exciting couple of couple of months as they lead into August and then things will really get going. Um, this August with both fall camp and, and football, but man, you hear the story, you hear those guys. And, and if you're, if you're a fan thinking about giving to on to victory um, or you're, you're, you're already a part of it and you're, you know, you're, you're sort of getting used to it. You listen to those student athletes. That's, that should, that should encourage you. And that's why you give and support these collectives because you're supporting the student athletes. You just heard really quality people, quality human beings. They're trying to enjoy their college experience and you have a chance to, to um, you know, to make that certainly better and provide some opportunities for them, and it's really awesome. So I think if you're if you're a part of it, you listen to those people, and it should be encouraging listening to those student athletes tell their stories. Yeah, like I said, uh, here in Peyton, he sounds very mature. Uh, yeah. you know, very mature. Coming into this situation, you kind of need someone that's mature. Uh, you know, Auburn's had two rough seasons. It's been a lot of chaos. Um, you know, a lot of different things, and when you're trying to rebuild a ship. And you're trying to get things going in the right direction. It takes a certain level of maturity and a certain level of understanding. And it seems like he fits that protocol of, of this moment uh, right now that Auburn is in. So, you know, look forward to seeing how all this transpire, how everything comes together. Uh, this team building, these guys getting to learn each other because, yes, we look good on paper right now, but we still got to got a kids got to build chemistry together they got to start playing together and, and start building a, a report with each other and that stuff takes time and uh as you well as know as anything justin if this season can start off we can start off winning early then that continuity that energy and all that 
other stuff just takes off a little bit faster. It becomes very contagious really quickly. So, uh, yeah. you know, uh, we just look forward to seeing what happens this fall. But like you were saying, portal's changing all the time. Basketball is almost done uh, with this portal. we got some really good exceptional athletes there as well. So this is an exciting time. Everyone's going to be talking about what the story is going to be for this fall. This is why summer is so much fun because everyone has all these perfect ideas or, you know, I think the team going to do this and team going to do that. And the good thing about Auburn, we're kind of riding under the radar a little bit. Uh, even though we got all these transfer portals and everything, people are still not giving us the credit just yet. And that's yeah. good because that means we typically do pretty well when we're in that situation. That means guys are working hard. Their mind is focused on how do we get victory after victory and how we stack these stack these wins together. So let's look forward to seeing what happens. All right, on to victory. Collective. Uh, I'm Jason Campbell, your, co your host, my co-host today, Justin Hawkinson. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, look forward to our next episode and seeing who our next guest is. So stay tuned. Uh, continue to subscribe and support this podcast as we try to continue to bring you exceptional student athletes week in and week out as part of our Own to Victory Collective. Thank you and War Eagle.